What's up, everybody? Welcome to the LTC Bowling Show. It is a beautiful Saturday morning, uh, and I'm actually on the road again, down heading down to Bluffton, Indiana, for the regional at EJ Tackett and Zach Tackett's house, uh, where we're bowling on 43 feet. So I thought we would jump on here for a quick conversation, uh, just to talk a little bit about adjustments, bowling on some more difficult patterns. What typically people try to do and what you should be doing. Uh, We're going to get into all that here when I get back. Stay tuned. Alright, welcome back. So we're going to discuss some of those moves that we make. Uh, Sometimes we're just not really sure what kind of a move we want to make or what kind of move we should make. Most times we're stuck in uh, the typical moves that we make when we're bowling league. Now, when we're bowling league, it's a little bit different uh, bowling on a league pattern because there we have an awful lot of oil in the middle and then there's basically no oil to the right. So whenever we miss left, the ball is going to sit in the oil and it's going to still find its way to the pocket. When we miss right, uh, the ball's going to hit the dry and it's still going to find its way back to the pocket from there as well. So when we're bowling on something flatter, it's a little bit different or something more difficult. Uh, the ratios begin to even out throughout the lane. Whereas on a league pattern, it's more like 12 to 1 or 13 or 14 to 1, meaning uh, the oil in the middle versus the oil to the outside. Uh, when we bowl on something a little bit more difficult, generally you go you know, anywhere from 4 to 1 to all the way down to 1 to 1, where, the, where it's basically flat all the way across. When it is flat all the way across, the moves generally are backwards. And the reason I say that is because when we're taught to bowl in league, we're taught that when our ball comes into the pocket light, that we should move to the right. And when our ball comes in the pocket high, we should move to the left. Um, and sometimes that's not the case when it's tougher. Now, I'm not saying that's not, oh, that's not the case sometimes uh, when they're tough, but most times that's generally the opposite of what you want to do, and here's why. When we're bowling on, let's call it like this weekend, a 43-foot league pattern or 43-foot pattern. And during practice, I notice there is out of bounds to the right of, let's say, six. If I'm starting and I'm at, you know, 10, 11, 12, playing straighter up the lane, and um, my ball starts to two-pin or not quite get to the pocket, you know, I'm not going to want to move my feet or anything to the right because now I'm moving towards that out of bounds because now I take away any miss room to the right by moving to the right because I'm moving into all that extra oil that's to the outside. What we actually want to do is we want to move everything towards the pocket. So we want to make parallel moves generally, making like a one and one or a two and two, and we're going to move the ball closer to the pocket rather than further away, and we're going to be moving further away from that out of bounds that's to the right. Now that's how it works for longer patterns in most cases, and the reason you can't just keep your eyes where they're at and start moving your feet to the right is because if you start shutting your angle down too much, the flatness of the pattern starts to take the ball and make it hook sooner when you close them down and your ball has a hard time staying online and will go through the face if you start shutting down too much. Um, So typically you want to do exactly like I said and just move the ball closer to the pocket. So when I see a two pin, that's why I get excited because I know then I'm just a simple move away from finding the pocket most times. 
Um, and generally, the two-pen reaction is an okay reaction um, for at least getting a read and understanding what you need to do on the lane then. Now, if you start um, washing out, I mean, I guess that move is pretty simple. I mean, if you're washing out, missing the head pin right, I mean, you could do one of two things. You could be trying to move right, or you could be doing exactly like I said and moving to the left. My move ten, generally is to move to the left, to move closer to the pocket. Now, the opposite's pretty much true when you're bowling on a shorter pattern, and that's why the rule of thumb is to move and play closer to the gutter on a short pattern and closer to the pocket on a longer pattern is because of that reason. You want to give the ball more time to hook and be further away from the pocket when you have all that extra hook on a short pattern. You know, so I'm not going to, and that's why a lot of people struggle on the short patterns. They don't quite understand how to play them properly. They see more hook and they're taught to move left when their ball's hooking too much. And that's actually the opposite of what you want to do on a short pattern. You want to actually move everything away from the pocket to the right to give it more time to hook into the pocket. Uh, by moving to the left, you're actually giving it less time because you're cutting your angles. So just kind of keep that in mind when you're trying to bowl on some of these tougher patterns the next time you go and you practice or the next time you go bowl an event and you're struggling in, in areas, try these few moves to see if it can get you lined up just a little bit better. You know, so some of the other... Oh, excuse me. Ah, man. I'm tired. I got up early this morning to make this drive, so... I didn't even. I didn't come down the night before. I, I'm driving in the morning to uh, to get there so I can save night in a hotel and sleep in my own bed and all that good jazz. But we bowl at 11 a.m., so three and a half hour drive. I didn't leave. I didn't have to leave until about 6:30. Get me there about 10 o'clock, about an hour before, so it'd be good to go. But anyway, those are uh, so those moves there. Those are fairly typical. And if you ask any any bowler that bowls on some of the tougher conditions they'll basically tell you the same thing or any coach that you know coaches on these conditions they'll tell you pretty much the same thing some have little quirky different little moves and and all that you know some people like moving half boards and and all that and they can feel the difference in that sometimes I will um, just because I'm trying to change my perception just a little bit or just maybe making me feel like you know, I know I need to move, but I don't really want to. So I'll just move a half board and call it good type of thing. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but it works for me sometimes. So maybe it'll work for you. You know, you just got to try these things. It's like, this game's so much trial and error, you know, like, especially when it comes to fit, when I'm talking about, you know, I'm drilling thumb after thumb after thumb, trying to create a specific feel that I've been looking for. Um, it's, it's, uh, and I keep yawning again. I don't know why. Um, when I drill a thumb and I like it and it gets close and then I drill another thumb the next week and I like it even more and it gets even closer I just keep doing that I just keep getting closer and closer you know it's trial and error or if I drill one and I don't like it obviously I'm not going to try that again you know so it comes to you know what you feel what you want what you're trying to do when it comes to your fit a lot of the lot of this game is trial and error you know when you go bowl a tournament and you try these moves and it doesn't work you know, next time you try something different, or when you try a different move and it doesn't work, you try something different, you know, so you just don't want to get caught up trying to, you know, be the definition of insanity, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, you know, so just try to, try to change things up when things aren't working, let's try to go with that, Uh, but as far as, you know, like the topic of when I have, when I'm, when I'm bowling in practice, getting ready for, or when practice is on and before the tournament starts, uh, and I'm getting lined up, 
and I have three bowling balls that look pretty good, how do I decide which bowling ball I'm going to use? You know, how do I decide which bowling ball I want to um, start with? And then how do I decide which bowling balls I can go to after that? Well, for me, my rule of thumb is generally if I have three bowling balls that are acting fairly similar, I'm going to go by my number system and I'm going to find figure out, all right, which one of these has the strongest overall number total based on building an arsenal by the numbers and which one has the strongest cover. And I'm going to start with that because then the other ones I can always go to because even though they look similar now, transition is going to make them a bit different. You know, when the big strong cover starts to be too much and starts to get blah, you can go to that other cover that maybe was a little bit weaker that maybe looked the same when they were fresh in practice, but not quite the same once we see a little bit of transition. It's just a pinch cleaner, a little bit better down lane. So my rule of thumb is to start with the strongest ball that looks the best. So that way we have balls to go down to. If we start with a weak ball and we're trying to create these weird angles um, and then we're trying to ball up most times, it's just generally just a, that's a you're out you're putting yourself on a path for disaster there if you do it that way uh, some people it may work for that for them doing it that way but for me I generally like to use weaker balls as I need to uh, make changes uh, unless I'm bowling on a big long pattern then most times I will you know ball up I'll start going getting stronger as I go to the left because generally you're creating a little bit of cliff a little bit of over under in the middle of the lane where there's a lot of oil in the middle and it starts to get dry to the right so you want to then as you move into more oil, you're going to have to use a stronger ball to get through the pens. So just kind of some of those things I just wanted to touch on on the road, on the way to the regional. Not a lot of bowlers. I think there's only about 50 bowlers this weekend. So but I think it's going to be top eight or top 12 overall in this thing. So, um, But either way, it's always a good event. EJ runs a good event out here. So we're going to go out here, bowl as good as we can, and hope for the best. Hopefully we can get title number five uh, heading into this regional season so uh but i'm out of here we're gonna get out of here i'm gonna finish this drive and i will talk to you guys probably a little bit later tonight give you a little bit of a roundabout of what happened during qualifying um and uh hopefully i'll have good news that i'm getting ready to pull match play the next day and uh, i'll be talking to you from a hotel if not i'll be talking to you from the car and i'll discuss things and you know kind of go through some of the thoughts in my mind on what happened on these pattern on this pattern um, and my choices I made that were right or wrong. So until next time, guys, I'm out of here. We will see you guys later for the next edition of the LTC Bowling Show. Take care.